Good morning, everyone. You're very welcome to this Mass of Friday, the second week of Lent on Friday, the 5th of March, 2021. This Mass comes to you from the Oratory of the Parochial House in the Parish of Bangor, and it's being offered for the happy repose of the souls of Kathleen and Carlo Connor and Anne Savage. We begin our Mass, as always, by praying the entrance antiphon. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Release me from the snare they have hidden for me, for you indeed are my refuge. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that purifying us by the sacred practice of penance, you may lead us in sincerity of heart to attain the holy things to come. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The first reading is taken from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph more than all his other sons, for he was the son of his old age, and he had a coat with long sleeves made for him. But his brothers, seeing how his fathers loved him more than all his other sons, came to hate him so much that they could not say a civil word to him. His brothers went to pasture their father's flock at Shechem, then Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers with the flock at Shechem? Come, I'm going to send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they made a plot among themselves to put him to death. Here comes the man of dreams, they said to one another. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into some well. We can say that a wild beast devoured him. Then we shall see what becomes of his dreams. But Reuben heard, and he saved him from their violence. We must not take his life, he said. Shed no blood, said Reuben to them. Throw him into this well in the wilderness, but do not lay violent hands on him, intending to save him from them and to restore him to his father. So when Joseph reached his brothers, they pulled off his coat, the coat with long sleeves that he was wearing, 
and catching hold of him, they threw him into the well, an empty well with no water in it. Then they sat down to eat. Looking up, they saw a group of Ishmaelites who were coming from Gilead, their camels laden with gum, trachanath, balsam and resin, which they were taking down into Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What do we gain by killing our brother and covering up his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, but let us not do any harm to him. After all, he is our brother and our own flesh. His brothers agreed. Now some Midianite merchants were passing, and they drew Joseph up out of the well. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty silver pieces, and these men took Joseph to Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response to the psalm is, Remember the wonders the Lord has done. Remember the wonders the Lord has done. The Lord called down a famine on the land. He broke the staff that supported them. He had sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. Remember the wonders the Lord has done. His feet were put in chains. His neck was bound with iron until what he said came to pass and the word of the Lord proved him true. Remember the wonders the Lord has done. Then the king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free, making him master of his house and ruler of all he possessed. Remember the wonders the Lord has done. We greet the gospel. Praise and honour to you, Lord Jesus. God loved the world so much that he gave his only Son. Every one who believes in him has eternal life. Praise and honour to you, Lord Jesus. Almighty God, be in my heart and my lips that I am well and proclaim your holy gospel. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to thee, O Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Listen to another parable. There was a man, a landowner, who planted a vineyard. He fenced it round, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went abroad. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his servants, thrashed one, killed another, and stoned a third. Next he sent some more servants, this time a larger number, and they dealt with them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come on, let us kill him and take over his inheritance. So they seized him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They answered, He will bring those wretches to a wretched end and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will deliver the produce to him when the season arrives. Jesus said to them, 
Have you never read in the scriptures? It was the stone rejected by the builders that became the keystone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. I tell you then that the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. When they heard his parables, the chief priests and the scribes realized he was speaking about them. But though they would have liked to arrest him, they were afraid of the crowds who looked on him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The parable that Jesus told was very upsetting to the chief priests and the scribes. It was a threat to them. Why was it a threat? Was it a threat because they were being made to confront ways of seeing God, ways of seeing life that they could not accept? And that is something that we are invited to do because no matter how broad-minded and open-minded we think we are, there's always something, maybe quite a lot, that we just refuse to consider changing. We literally are stuck in the mud. And each and every one of us, without exception, has to confront this tendency. Not that we should be uh, running with every fad or every new idea that comes, but at least may we have the grace to see where the truth lies. And because the search for truth is not something which stops, it's a living reality. And our pursuit of the truth has been given a religious dimension because Jesus elsewhere refers to himself as the truth, the way and the life. So that when we look for truth, we are looking for God. And if we think we have already found the truth, found God and put him in some sort of a box, then we realize that we, the God we have found is a God of our own creation, made in our image, rather than the God of love who explodes all barriers, who excludes exclusion and lives in freedom. And that is the wonderful God whom we have the privilege to serve and more importantly, by whom we are loved infinitely. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, 
and become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. For the mystery of this water and wine, we come to share in the divinity of Christ, to humble himself, to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and contrite heart, we may be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, Lord, from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May your merciful grace prepare your servants, O God, for the worthy celebration of these mysteries and lead them to it by a devout way of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts, that freed from disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We pray the third Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, 
which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and recognising the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saints Comgol, Columbanus, Gaul and Malachi, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Noel our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, particularly Kathleen and Carl and Anne, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever 
and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always and with your spirit. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Body of Christ, keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. God loved us and sent his Son as an expiation for our sins. And now I invite you to make an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. <clears throat> Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me. And bid me to come to you, that with your saints I may praise you for age upon age. Amen. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal salvation, we pray, O Lord, that we may set our course so well as to attain the redemption you promise through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray meditation based on the um, writings of 
Pope Francis, for whom we pray today as he begins his uh, very difficult journey to uh, strengthen the faith of the Christians in Iraq who have suffered so much. We're invited today to pray for the forgiveness of sins and to meditate upon it. We read in the Gospel of St. Matthew, Jesus said, Tell me, suppose a man has a hundred sheep and one of them strays. Will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go in search of the stray? In truth, I tell you, if he finds it, it will give him more joy than do the ninety-nine that do not stray at all. Similarly, it is never the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones should be lost. Pope Francis writes, Jesus' life and ministry represent the supreme revelation of the Father's love for humanity. In the synagogue at Nazareth, Jesus showed himself to be the one consecrated by the Lord and sent to preach the good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. These messianic actions bear eloquent witness to the mission he received from the Father. At the culmination of his mission, Jesus gave the ultimate proof of his care for us by offering himself on the cross to set us free from the slavery of sin and death. By the sacrificial gift of his life, he opened for us the path to love. To each of us, he says, follow me, go and do likewise. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We pray for all the sick, we pray for all the deceased, all those who were, uh, for whom this Mass was offered, and uh, we pray also for May McLaughlin, uh, whose funeral will take place next week. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Grant your people, O Lord, we pray, health of mind and body, that by constancy in good deeds they may always merit the defence of your protection through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Goodbye and God bless and take care of yourselves.